Excuse me, is this thing on? Shout out to each and every one of you. It's bright in here. It's so bright in here. I think I need to get on the sunglasses, baby. Keeping it free. Let's. We got to protect ourselves from the glare of the Federal Reserve. They're hitting us hard. Shout out to each and every one of you for being here. Thank you for jumping on into the Crypto Lifer live stream. The greatest crew in all of cryptocurrency. We don't take days off. Everyone else suggests, hey, you need a day off, Lifer. And I say, you know what? You need to tell someone else what to do. Shout out to each and every one of you for coming on into the live, sharing your most precious asset with me, and that is your time. The first thing we do, like we do every single day at the beginning of the live stream, is we put the lemon into the water. And why didn't we fill this all the way up to the top? How dare that? Nonsense. Fill it all the way up to the top. How dare you? <laughs> so anyway, I asked my wife for water, and she, she kind of went, like, she went half, you know, she didn't go all the way. It is what it is, you know. You got to go all the way with the lifer every single time. Like, I need that extra sip. I really do. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. You got to go all the way. You got to go all the way. I'm hard. I'm hard on everyone around me. If you want to be the best, you got to be hard. It is what it is. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Thank you for jumping on in. Appreciate each and every one of you for coming on in. 21,640. And honestly, if you were watching the trading this show yesterday, yesterday, this is me right here calling an exact moment where I entered a trade on the bottom. Look at my eyes. Those are bottom eyes right there. Laser eyes on the bottom there. I am looking right at it. Lack of bearish momentum. We called the bullish divergence right there on the seven minute and the 15 minute time frame, And we called the reversal to the upside. Bitcoin would reverse from there exactly from that point. This was it right here. That's right where I called the reversal right there. Had you played that with me, you'd be in the gains very, very nicely. Then last night before you went to bed, if you were in my trading group, I posted this suggesting that Bitcoin would get all the way up here. And look, it actually would eventually wick to my target all the way to 21,480. 475. I mean, that's exactly what I said was going to happen. Then I woke up this morning in this flag and I suggested that the 15 minute would break to the upside. I said, I'm suggesting a pump to the upside. I made a Bitcoin update around 8 a.m. That also hit. So I hit this. I hit this last night before I went to bed. I hit this this morning. I have called Bitcoin correctly for the last 16, 17 hours in a row. Anybody that's been in the trading group can attest to it. There's no lies here. This is what it is. This is my trading system. It's very, very accurate. It helps me predict where Bitcoin's going to go by 80 to 90% accuracy over and over and over and over and over again. I have displayed this many, many times. There's been many days where I've called a Bitcoin live and it has gone to the direction. And again, I know nothing but the fact of my own ignorance. I have no idea where Bitcoin's going to go. All I know is my oscillators, my indicators, and the probability of what is going to happen. So what do we see happening now for Bitcoin? Well, this is a double top. You topped out here. You're attempting to get a candle to close above this resistance, which is actually pretty nice. So if candles close above 21,300, and this node right here, see this node sticking out? 21,280, you know, 200 area. We want to get above this, this zone. And look, resistance on the wick, resistance on the wick. So where that wick hit, that was the area that we must get back above. And we did that. And then we bounced off it to the upside for another move. We are still in this channel. I wouldn't be surprised if we're at top channel here. We hit a little more, and then we come right back down to the bottom of the channel. However, I would love it if Bitcoin doesn't go below 21,300, right? And there's a lot of people that don't believe that Bitcoin's bottom. There's a chance we get a 0.5 rate hike today, and we're okay. See, here's the deal. This is what I see. You want to, yeah, and I'm going to go live for the rate hike. Just want everybody to know we will be live for the rate hike. If you see, there's an extra video on the live, but we nailed that. I still can't believe that for massive gains. 
Shout out to anyone that may have played that. We also played 3L tokens on that idea. And honestly, I was even suggesting not to trade. It was very, very treacherous. I don't like to overtrade in these times. But look, if you're in the trading group and you wanted to know, try to make money last night and see what was happening, we nailed a bunch of gains. So let's look at the gains that we hit last night in the trading group. So TBT, this was a long one on July 11th. This slowly played out. Look, it took 14 days, but eventually it did make 27%, and it's above a zone, probably doing well. Yesterday, we put out Matic 3L, likely, because look, resistance, resistance, it was going to bounce off that strong support. It went a little low right there, and then bounced right there for a gain of 30% for Matic 3L. Shout out to anyone that jumped into Matic 3L. Electronium, uh, Ethereum Classic. When Ethereum gets hot, this gets hot. The idea that this was an inverted head and shoulder, we drew these two wedges, we would bounce off the bottom of the wedge. We got that for 14% gains, all right? Matic 3L, banging on them. Boom, boom, boom. We looked at FRR. I put an alert, say, if this comes down or if the one hour hits the lower area, it did hit the lower area right in there. That was the sweet spot. This thing would go up for 48% gains right out of the bull pennant to the upside. We talked about LBP banging off of the 786 Fibonacci level. That would do exactly that for 68% gain. So even overnight here, route. I put out route in this tiny little channel. That was back here on July 17th. 10 days later, it would go, go dip a little bit below the line, hang out right around here, and then bang out for 50% gain. So shout out to anyone that may or may not have gotten into any of those coins and looked at the setups with the Bitcoin idea. So not only do we show you Bitcoin, we go over Bitcoin every couple hours. We give you a Bitcoin update at the end of the show at two. We give you a Bitcoin update at four or five. We give you a Bitcoin update every two to four hours tops and keep you going until I fall asleep. And then I'm back at it again in the morning every single day. So it's the greatest show on earth, the, the trading group, because we're constantly working at the speed of light. And look, we you can ask anybody. We nailed this. And I have a video to prove it if you want to see that. But it is what it is. So shout out to everybody here on the live. Thank you for jumping on in. We work so hard for your $99, $3 a day to have the Crypto Lifer in your back pocket. I believe that's a deal and a steal. I would do that immediately. If I could have some guy that had been trading for 15 years and I had just started out and for three bucks a day, I could shadow him for a year, I would do it immediately. You know how much money and time that would save me? Oh my God, that one year of my life would save me 10 years of playing around. Maybe even, you know, at five to 10 years, I believe. And we don't have a long life here. Five to 10 years is one seventh of your average life. I mean. So it is what it is, baby. It is what it is. Short squeeze coming. That's what we're seeing here. Short squeeze, baby. Too many people are bearish because of the Fed meeting. And they're thinking, oh, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. Too many people want to know what's going. They think they're using their, their, oh, I think Bitcoin's going to do this. I think Bitcoin's going to do that. Worst thing you could do is say those types of words. I think, I want, I feel, I believe. This is what I, I see happening. All that nonsense is right out the window. Show me the charts and I'll show you the news Stop playing games and don't get abused. If you want to get it, don't be confused. I'll show you the charts and you won't lose. I made that rhyme up at the top of my head. Anyway, look, 418 people on the live, 172 likes. That's just not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it for the life or family. It's just not. We're going to have to get those likes up for the man that called Bitcoin yesterday, last night, and this morning for the triple entendre. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Bookmap suggests a short squeezer. Short squeeze orange juice again. Can I please get extra? Can I have seconds, please? Can I have another orange juice, please? I'm thirsty and I need more. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Thank you for jumping on in. Appreciate each and every one of you. Shout out to Ryan Mata. The Ryan Mata teams hit me up. 
I do want to do an interview with Ryan Mata on his channel. That would be really, really awesome. So if you're out there, Ryan, if you're hearing me, I've watched some of your show, you know, some of your videos where you're, you're going after the shills. I love it. I love it. And honestly, this is what's needed for the space. The space needs to be cleansed. There was too many shills of the space that didn't care about the people. We need to make sure the people are the number one thing here in the space. It is what it is. That's why when people come and you pay the 99 on my group, they write testimonials and they say, you know what? It was worth it. This is like something that you really want to, you know, it's a school. The testimonials are out of control lately. They're breaking me down in tears every single day. I can't stop. Like, they're just insane. You know? I mean, this guy, he broke it down. I'll read it at the end. I won't waste time. Let's get into Bitcoin. But I want to read all those testimonials. One day, I think I'm just going to do a testimonial show where I just read testimonial after testimonial. They're mind-blowing. Like, that's, that is an accomplishment in and of itself. The amount of testimonials we get here. The heartfelt, how long they are, how much time people put into them. They're just... It doesn't stop. Look, in the last seven days, just paragraphs coming in. you got to read these. You can join the Welcome Center easily by joining my Discord, and then you can you can join anytime you want. All right? We can pin this message here. Join the trading group. We also do a group course every single Tuesday from 3 to 5. You will absolutely love it. So, look, Bitcoin making a bit of a flag here on this 7-minute time frame. And these 7-minute flags have been getting us out of damage recently. That's really been giving us the moves here recently, the seven-minute flag. Yeah, today I'm in the maroon plain shirt. Don't say anything about it. It's just plain maroon. I'm doing the, uh, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing the old uh, Paul Barron here. Hi, everybody. I don't have the chubby Paul Barron lips, though. I need, like, the chubby face. like. And, you know, sentiment, and that sentiment there for bit, you know, and, and we're looking at our sentiment and our value. We need to be lower than this. I got to do better. I'll do better about my Paul Barron's. He's awesome, though. You got to love Paul Barron. Maroon shirt. It's a wine shirt. You wear the shirt when you're drinking wine. Burgundy. I even had... I had the jacket with the matching pocket square. Just didn't fit. It just didn't feel right. I put it aside at the last minute. Said, no, nah, I'm not doing it. So we're going to watch a seven-minute flag. I'd like to see Bitcoin stay above these two points of support. Right here at 21,345. And right here. After that, I will make a call to see if we can stay on the side of this flag and come down on the stochastics. So I'm a Stochastics RSI trader with divergences, with Fibonacci. You name it, it's all there. It is all there. And I'll even draw a fib here. Okay, so what is the bullet, the bearish sign? The bearish sign is this is a rising wedge, all right, inside of a bigger channel. That's not the best sign, to be honest. And you're coming to the top of the wedge, and you're getting extended on the one-hour time frame. See that? So what's likely to happen is you're likely to make a move to the downside, to the bottom of the wedge. That's just likely, all right? When you're high on the stochastics, you're going to come down where you got to go. Now, it doesn't mean we're going to go that low. We could double bottom. We could make a higher low. Anything could happen. We got to stay above support and resistance, and that's why we're going to zoom in. But this is the big picture here that I guess you got to show. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up. What goes up must come down, and you're high on the stochastics RSI. But, 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 there's a big but there. If we break this resistance here at 21,640, everything will change. All right? So if we can get a candle to close on the four-hour time frame above 21,600, I will change my tune. And then we'll be on our way to this high-powered node here at 21,900. All right? Four-hour time frame.
So we take a look at the four hour here and we zoom in. Remember what I've been saying. Stay with me. Bear with me here. Remember what I've been saying. Price action must, must, must stay above the 200-day moving average. It dipped below right there for a second. It was sketchy times, but we got back above it. Now, it's not that amazing considering we went far, far above it. I would have liked to have stayed where we were, right? Let me get that object tree out. Let me take away a lot of this stuff so you can see exactly what I'm saying with price action nice and clean. You're going to create a group. Then you're going to get rid of the group, all right? It's very important that we stay above the 200-day moving average here for Bitcoin, all right? This is the gateway to the bull run. If we go below it, it's not happening. We're going to go sideways again and nothing is happening. If we go above it and we stay above it and we begin to get these moving averages to get tight, we see the 21 curl back up and everything in the 50 does not go below the 200. We are ready to move, you know. Bret Hart, best there is, best there was, best there will ever be. Bob Frank, nobody is getting rich off the 99. You should give it a short, uh, a shot for a month. You beat man, he actually has over 700 paying $100 a month. He deserves every penny of that 70K. Man, I was thinking about that today. People get jealous. People say whatever they want. But my relationship is to each individual lifer. It's not like there's 700 people, but each individual lifer has a relationship with me. I can go visit each lifer. Each lifer gets something out of the channel. It's my relationship to each person. So if you look at the whole fund, it is what it is. But it's my relationship to each person. Everybody has some connection to me and gets something out of the live, out of the group, right? I could charge 50 bucks for it, and then we'd have everyone and their mother in there, and we wouldn't have the same care or the same type of love, you know? So once you make something more substantial, people work harder and people care. So there's more people helping the beginners because it's 99. There's more people putting in more effort because it's 99. There's more people saying, you know what? I'm going to give it my all this month. I'm going to put 100. When you pay 25 bucks, 50 bucks a month, yeah, forget you're even part of the group. You got to make people want it. They got to get serious, you know, and I don't even need to talk about it anymore. Dave, you don't even need to mention, guys, everybody, we don't need to mention the trolls ever again. They're low frequency. We need to stay here on these high frequencies. We don't even need to mention that. That's low frequency behavior. We don't even need to mention it ever again. Shout out to everybody here. So this is what we're looking at for a big one. Low, higher high, higher low, higher high, higher low, higher high, higher low. At the end of the day, you have a higher low. Even if we get rejected and we come back down, we make a beautiful double bottom here. So I'm looking for a possible double bottom. Four hour is high, but the daily's getting low again, which is a good sign. So look, the four hour, this is my bearish tone. What I didn't like is the four hour went all the way up in the Stokes, crossed the dotted line, and we didn't, I, I wanted a monumental move. See like this one from low Stoke to high Stoke. We kind of started to move, boom, 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 boom. And at least we got that much sauce out of there. We got half the sauce. So I wanted more sauce out of this move to the upside for Bitcoin. And we're at heavy resistance. You can clearly see it. So right now, we did break the node, so it's likely we come to the next node. So that's just one thing that's good to 21,700, all right? But we got to get out of this channel, you know? So Bitcoin, in my opinion, you got, you got to get a, a four-hour candle closing in this zone, in this circled area here. We don't get a four-hour candle to close above there. I'll be looking to take a short Back to the downside here, back to the bottom of the pattern, or at least a double bottom here. Look, you got a rising wedge. Rising wedges break down 68% of the time. The measured move is the length of this pole. 
That would send you a little lower here. See this? So, and that's 20K, baby. You know, everyone signs up of their own free will. I smashed the like button. Sorry, today I had my coffee. East Jordan, man, we don't need to mention it anymore, man. Leave it alone, dude. Get smarter, not harder. Like, we don't need, it's, it's pointless. I had my coffee today before I hit the like button. I'll never do it again. The like always comes first. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you, Crypto Cash? I'm going to dox you. I'm going to dox you one week pay, man, for that. The best things in life are free, right? Uh, but like, but I like cheese. I cannot smash the like button. Thank you, Crypto Greg, the sniper. I can only click, right? So above the 200, I'm bullish as long as we stay above the 200-day moving average. I am bullish. That is fine. Everything is okay, all right? So that's one thing that we have to think about right off the bat, all right? Right off the bat. Until we go below the 200, we remain bullish. That's it. That's my gateway to the bull run. I didn't like that we came all the way back to it and tested it. Would have liked it we actually consolidated and got a move up. So what do I see happening today? Honestly, heavy volatility. Let's take a look at the ES1, which is the S&P E-Mini Futures. Look, I'm looking at Kadena and a giant cup and handle here on the daily time frame, getting low on the Stochastics RSI. For, you know, two, three weeks from now, you see Kadena making 28, 30% gains. You know, again, don't be uh, don't be uh, surprised, all right? You, you, you heard it here first. 22-hour looks good. Yes, it is. I thought you guys trade spot. How do you short? We trade 3L and 3S tokens, which are 3X. We trade ETFs, which are unliquid, liquidatable ETFs. All right. Dude, Oki banged on them to the upside. I put out Oki recently. Funny, people just want to see a green candle. Oki went up. It's the biggest candle of the day. That's all you want to see, the biggest candle of the day? All right. Yeah, KD Crew, did Dex open on the first? Yeah, they're going to open a Dex on the first. That's a big deal. All right. And honestly, I'm going to... This show will change when the when the entire market changes too, you know? But you want to go to Coin Momo if you can. Go to Coin Momo. Are they down? Wow, Coin Momo is down, huh? Dang, that stinks. I used to go to Coin Cal. Coin Market Cal, though, that's better. And you're gonna to want to add an asset here. Or add an event. You're gonna to want to search an asset. All right. I used to use it on a different site. It's basically the same, but I want to make sure. So you're going to type in KDA. And you want to see what news is happening. You want to know if there's a DAX coming out. You want to see what's going down for Kadena. And you want to search that. And look, V1 launch on August 1st. And so now you understand that they're going to, v, they're going to launch their V1 KDEX. Their decentralized exchange for Kadena. It's a big deal. That usually brings in some money, usually gets some hype. People usually come in. There's usually some pools and some farms that people want to get into. They buy Kadena to get in. And so that's the idea. I'm in Pond. I hope it bounces. Hope? We don't want to use the word hope, crypto cash. I mean, I guess you could always hope. What are the odds of the, what do the charts say? You know, shout out to 286 people that hit that like button. You are far more honorable than the other people that did not. And that's not true. Everybody hit that like button, though. 520 people on the live. 286 people. And we're about to look at something deep here. ES1, which is E-Midi Futures. So I woke up this morning, and I looked at ES1, and I predicted that we would get a bit of a move 
to the upside based on the Stochastics RSI. So let me show you what I see happening here. So we are we call this cup and handle that, that boomed out. Then we had this flag, and we kept saying the flag can't go lower than the previous bounces here. So we had this movement here at 390.42. We got back up at 396, 3,969. 3, the measured move is 4,137 for ES1. That's what we're looking for, the measured move to the upside. Why do I believe we could go there? Well, the one hour had some moves yesterday, but it just really, it boomed up and did not get above the resistance. Kind of sad. Suggesting that it just wants to kind of go sideways for a little bit. Let's zoom in here and look at price action. Take away my moving average just to see this clean and get rid of my yellow line here. So look, you got a shoulder, a head and a shoulder that does want to break to the upside. This is an ugly pattern though, for sure. You try to put it in this, I mean, it's like, I say it fell out of the pattern and th this is the trend line here. It just makes too much sense. Bit of a desetting triangle though, isn't that interesting? So it made a desetting triangle, it faked you out to the downside, got back in, went sideways and then it's trying to break out again. So weird, right? It's got legs in the one hour right now. The S&P does have legs. Look for it to get to this resistance at 39.86. Why would you look at the S&P? Because it's directly correlated to Bitcoin. We get a pump for the S&P. We definitely get a pump for Bitcoin. And just like Bitcoin's in this, you know, this upward trending wedge, to me, the S&P was in one and it, it kind of broke out of it. And you could kind of say it's in this messy price action. You know, usually I can put it in some type of cookie cutter price this is messy for the S&P, I'll, I'll be honest. It's it's gross. Um, we don't want to double top here. The S&P must break through this resistance and get above here. So we're looking for the S&P to get a candle to close in the one hour and the four hour above 39.86. Super important that happens. Four hours still has momentum to the upside. So they're setting up for indecision. One thing that I do like that I've been showing is this swing up to swing up here and this swing sideways or, you know, kind of downtrending. That is hidden bullish divergence. Tells you that the trend should continue to the upside. 90% of the time, hidden bullish will get you higher than the previous high. So it'll throw you for a loop too. Your oscillators may be a little indif indifferent. You may not be able to get exact readings, but then you'll find the hidden bullish and I'll play it and boom, boom, boom. I'll get a, a high higher than the previous high. Let's put it to the test. Let's see if we get the win rate. We should be higher in the next, you know, this is Wednesday. By Friday afternoon, Monday at the very latest, we should be above this line based on the hidden bullish divergence. However, nothing is guaranteed. Actually, I see the pattern now. It's easier to see here on the four-hour time frame. It's this flag right here. So there you have it. So you're flagging out on the four-hour with momentum. Suggests that you may and you're breaking out. The measured move for the S&P is just a quiet little pull here to the upside. So we'll take that first measured move. So I'm somewhat bullish in the S&P. There's indecision, but I'm somewhat bullish. We need candles to close above 39.88. And then we could hit the measured move at 4,050. Getting back back above 4,000 would be a big deal for the S&P. All right. Every single day here, we go over the Dow Jones. We go over the dollar index. These are all super important, especially on a day like today with the Fed meeting coming out. So look, the daily for the, for the, Fed, for the dollar wants to pump hard. It's not a good sign. However, I have seen Bitcoin and the daily pumping, the Bitcoin and the dollar pumping together, which is weird, right? But right now, you're getting overbought on the four hour for Bitcoin. And you got this movement here on the daily time frame. That's a wedge that wanted to break out. We showed you the stochastics want to push you to the upside. And so far, you did get that push up.
all right we talked about this rising wedge breaking down we got that we got held by the bigger trend line then we bounced out but what happened remember the four hour did get rejected when it came up here and we couldn't get above the resistance line so look let me delete this so the four hour had right resistance we're at resistance again for the dollar index I'd like, you know, possible shoulder, head and a shoulder getting made. Let's get rid of these. We don't need these anymore. I like to keep my older work so I can, like, see what I was looking at, you know, and go back from there. The bullish divergence kicked in, too, just like Bitcoin. And the four-hour had bullish divvy. You had swing up to swing up here on the RSI, but swing down on the price action. Bullish divergence. Then you got the pump up off the bullish divergence. Then you made a little bit of a flag here, and you broke out of the flag. Measured move of the flag is to the upside, and momentum is just getting started. I could see the four-hour continue for the dollar index. It's not a good sign. I want to see this get rejected. We want to see the dollar index not get above resistance. So this is a big deal right here. We see the dollar index break above resistance. Some trouble for Bitcoin. Overbought on the 15, telling us that we're about to get rejected, though. That's a good sign, and you're in the rising wedge. So the 15-minute will take care of at least this rejection, and we'll go from there. One hour in the fifty in the in the in the four hours still kind of have momentum though. So let's see how low the fifty minute can bring us. If we don't get that much lower or we retest here, I'd be looking for a move back to the upside. So you don't want you want to see the fifty minute dump you back inside the pattern. You don't want to see the fifty minute go sideways or bounce off the top here for the dollar index. All right. Let's take a look at ETH BTC. It was doing good against Bitcoin, and then it had a bit of a fall. It was doing really well, and then Bitcoin took the cake, came back up. Now it's at resistance. For ETH BTC, so it, you know the altcoins had a little bit of a rally, but Bitcoin came back and took the show away and said, "No, no, 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 it's not going to happen this month, baby." Now you're still in this channel, and you're headed to the top of the channel. A little more room to go, possibly for ETH BTC pair. All right, I'm not trading that right now. Look at Ethereum. Look at the shoulder, the head, and the shoulder that dumped you to the downside. We did get above the resistance though, beautifully. The shoulder, head, and shoulder too. Ethereum has a way higher low than Bitcoin though. Like, exceptionally higher. I mean, that's in an uptrend for sure. So Ethereum just needs to put in a higher high above this high to confirm an uptrend. So if we get in a higher high above this, I would long the next low for sure because that would be confirmation of an uptrend. And now you're looking for this, this trend line to start holding here possibly to the upside. I'd be maybe possibly looking at this for an asymmetrical triangle be- beginning to build and see how you start to build the picture before it even gets built. Start to see the trade before the trade even happens. This is what we're talking about here. Now, the one hour is getting overbought. 15 minutes getting overbought for Ethereum as well. So Ethereum having some trouble at 1,500 resistance. Clearly not, you know, having trouble making it out. But it broke out of the the falling wedge last night to the upside, but getting resistance. It's a funny day to trade with the Fed meeting coming out. Also, we have a lot of earnings. Um... You know, in the stock market too. So we're at resistance heavily here on the 50-minute. Likely you get rejected unless we get a short squeeze. So we're looking for a short squeeze on Ethereum above here. We want to see the market maker go after those shorts. Maybe we make a little right shoulder here and you get this like funky right shoulder, this deep head, this right shoulder, and we pump to the upside. Deep head. Everybody likes deep head. A deep head there. You know what I'm saying? Did I say that out loud? No. I mean, you know what I mean though? A deep head here inside of the inverted head and shoulders. That's what I'm saying. If you have, if you're thinking about something else, you're completely, completely got your mind in the wrong place. Please make sure you're focused on the technical analysis. All right. 
Freudian slips may happen, but we have to focus on the task at hand here. So don't don't go there. Don't go there. I'm not saying ETH will flip Bitcoin. I'll tell you right now, ETH will never flip Bitcoin. Not happening. Never going to happen, in my humble opinion. Never. Not in the history of the world. Never going to happen. If you think that, I don't think you fully understand cryptocurrency, in my humble opinion. And again, I could be wrong. But, you know, I, I was speculating on Bitcoin five, six years ago. I was pretty, you know, I was pretty correct. Uh, I was speculating on gold when it was $700. I was pretty corrected. You know, I'm not saying I'm right every time, but I've been a futurist for a long time, and I've been studying the future. That's how I got here. I said, you know what? This is going to be big. If I make a YouTube channel about this, then I'll end up being big. Ah, man, I didn't think that far ahead, but I kind of did. Subconsciously, I must have. Sometimes you think, how would I end up where I am? And you're like, well, some, my subconscious mind was moving me somehow, some way, shape and form. So I was putting some of the right things in the brain to help you get to the right place, you know? So Ethereum, I'm looking at this possible move to the upside tightness. However, it's at resistance. It's got to get back above that resistance. It's getting a little high on the four hour and the one hour for me to really make a big hit. However, look at the 22 hours suggest that we are beginning to make a move. It's quite interesting, right? And look, we broke out of this big pattern that we were in. That was heavy resistance for ETH. ETH. Resistance, resistance, resistance. You broke through the resistance. That's pretty sweet. You made a double bottom. You found support at 900. Now, we could go lower. Anything is possible. Please don't like, you know, oh, he said the bottom's in for ETH. Guaranteed. Daily still has room to come to the downside, you know. So, can this trend line hold? That's what we're looking at here, right? All time frames look bearish on ETH every single time frame. I have to be honest, like, it's more likely ETH gets a dump to the downside and bounces off this support. Yeah, you're looking for a bounce off 1400 for Ethereum. The total market cap, what we go over every single day here on cryptocurrency. Total market cap must close above 953 billion. We're at 968, everybody. We did a really good job. We fell lower. The divergence kicked in. We got pumped up. Now we're trying to breach through this next resistance point. Similar to Ethereum. See, resistance right there. Can we get above? I want to see a candle close up at $969, $971 billion. Bang, bang, bang. You think crypto would tank if the Fed reports are bad? I don't think anything. I don't think stuff like that. I look at the charts. Thank you, David Kendall. So you took the course. Oh, yeah. I love watching DaVinci's video where he talks about buying Bitcoin at a dollar and how it's going to be huge. And watching it come true. Isn't that funny, man? Maybe a stablecoin will flip Bitcoin only because printing of stablecoin from thin air. Come on, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sean Oliver teaches his entire trading TA system from back to back. Starts with a blank chart and moves you through every step and how to chart. You leave with a PowerPoint. It is life-changing. Yeah, I really, I mean, that that class is, every time I teach a class, I am like full of riveting energy because I know how many people we just touched. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. So look, this is a rising wedge. You're at resistance. Total market cap suggests that you are going to make a pullback here. We just want to see us, we just want to hold the next two levels here. So we're just looking to hold the local support. 959, $962 billion. If those hold... This rising wedge can break out parabolically to the upside. So show me the charts and I'll show you the news. It's looking like we'll have a little dip and then a pump. So total market cap is going to be important. You're going to want to be watching this as well during the Fed meeting. 
and I'm going to be live during the Fed meeting. Don't worry, I'm going to go live at 2.30 for the Fed meeting. We're ready to go, and we have it here ready to go. We will be live. The Fed meeting will be live, ready to go July 27th. Watch live at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here. I will be live with the Fed meeting, bringing it to you live, all right? Bringing it to you live. We're going to take a look at this awesome website here. It's going to kind of, it just predicts what people are thinking about the Fed. It's just a good way to look at what's happening in the Fed, all right? And you'll want to bookmark this. It's a CME Group Fed watch tool. Three hours, 11 minutes, and 55 seconds till Fed. And we got a 75-point rate bake height, raise rate height. Yeah, so 75% chance here possible, right? Target rate height possible, 80, 80%. So they're saying about, yeah, 75% basis points. Majority of the people saying that, so, you know, you got 23% saying we're going to 20%. Highly unlikely that's going to happen. So it's very likely we're going to 0.75. They've been pretty right about this every single time we've looked at this. So I give you the information that you need every single day here on the channel to get you through no matter what's happening. All right, we give you the technical analysis. Look, we couldn't get above 21,500. Clear resistance. They're likely breaking down for either a double bottom or even lower than 20,000 even. It's just the facts here. You're getting over overbought on the one hour time frame. You're trying to push up here. 15 minutes over overbought. Every single time frame is overbought. Now, what would stop this is a short squeeze. So that's why we use Bookmap because Bookmap at the last minute, I'm an oscillator trader and, you know, they're 70, 80% right, but 10, 20% is going to be these random short squeezes. They're going to push the price up. Look, no liquidations right now. That's pretty strange. One tiny one right there. Yeah, we just started, so it hasn't loaded with the data, but look, what's happening on Bookmap? Where is the liquidity? We got more liquidity up here than down here. So we got more liquidity on the lows than we do on the highs. It's pretty interesting. And I had this like bomb music playing today. It was awesome music. I don't know how we went from that to this. I don't get it. Went to ambient out of nowhere. Look. So strange. Look, I, I look deep house, soft house, electro house, and then they just do ambient right there. Come on. Like, and it look, the BBN isn't even close. Isn't even close. I usually, you know what I try to do is songs with the same BPN, the beats per minute. If you don't have the right beats per minute, you're just not going to fall th- fall with my with my vibes, with my energy. So we're looking for a short squeeze above resistance right now. That's what we're looking for, even though it doesn't match my trading style. You get it? Like, And I've implemented Bookmap into my trading style and find a way to throw a curve in it. And the 7-minute tends to be my go-to when all the other time frames are beat to the ground. Because it's so sensitive, usually it catches the short squeeze. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes even the 7-minute gets pinned to the upside. And if you have no idea what I'm saying, keep watching. It may be a little advanced for you, and that makes sense because if I saw a guy looking at an order book like this talking about a short squeeze with a pin stochastic, I would be like, huh? What is he saying? You got to get on that YouTube music game, man. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Thank you for jumping on in. Where can I find your music playlist? It is Epidemic Sound. Shout out to Tom Tom Crypto with a game. BPM specific. That's fascinating. Hypnotics being used. Subliminals. Oh, yeah. If you hold less than one year, the taxes are so much worse, too. Yeah, it is. It's true. But again, I mean, I played that game and it's hurt me before, too. 
A five to ten year ETH hold has a chance to pay a Manhattan. My neighbor the other day was like, but you have to hold for five years. And I was like, bro, exactly. Yeah, exactly. See, everyone wants fast money. Dude, when you wait patiently for what you want and then you get it, it is the greatest feeling in the world. The greatest feeling in the world. Look at this. I've never seen the liquidity so stand still. This is ridiculous. Look at that. Everyone's waiting for the rate hike, man. They're just like, we're in standstill right now. The whole market just... Everyone's a deer in headlights right now, just waiting, in waiting. Everyone is sitting and waiting. That's what's happening right now. You can feel it. You can smell it. You can see it. I trade the markets every day. I get an energy of the markets. I, I, I can get a feeling. And, I'm not a, and I don't want to say feeling, you know, but I, I can't pick up on the energies of the markets for the day. For sure. Guaranteed. You know? Guaranteed. Wow. So we're looking for this flag to break to the upside on a short squeeze. Stochastics RSI say, yes, it's going to happen. I want to say the MACD. The MACD is the worst indicator in the world. I use it only to make sure I have my blue line curving with my pink or my blue line curving down with my white when I want a short. That's all I'm doing. Everything else comes off the Stochastics RSI. But right now, the Stokes tell us we are getting a push to the upside for Bitcoin despite all the other oscillators. And honestly, most of your YouTubers are confused right now. Most of the YouTubers you watch are like, ah, you know, my money flow. They really don't know what's going on because I've perfected the system. I've used it every single day of my life. And there's a reason why I called the short here. I mean, I called the actual entry, the exact entry for Bitcoin right there. Yesterday in the live, the reason why I called this pump and this pump too, I'm calling a pump right now too as well. Based on the Stochastics RSI, based on this flag, measured move would take you to 21,600. I'd love to get a candle to close above 21,005. I'd like to negate this idea as a double top so we can continue to the upside. So that's what we're looking at. Again, I'll also be back today at 2.30. So we'll be going over the markets all day long. It's going to be nonstop. It doesn't stop. We'll be live streaming to the point of no return today. So remember, um, I'll be there, baby. I'll be there. Shout out to everybody here on the live. How are we doing on those likes? 354 likes, 599 people on the live stream. Thank you so much for jumping on in. We have 600 people on the live, 364 Likes are just not going to cut it. 487 on the on the Super Chats. Everyone send in a Super Chat so I can do a deep dive, go over a coin, or talk about something that may be on your mind. We can go over it. We can talk about it. We can discuss it. All right, let's talk about Oki. I gave Oki back here. I found strong support for Oki because it you know, had resistance, 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 bounce. It had bounced. It had bounced again. I was looking at it. I said Oki could probably go up, you know, 30. But look, this thing would go up 151%. It would never go the stop loss. I would put probably a little lower. Eh, stop loss for me. Zoom in on this. Stop loss for Oki. If I got on here, eh, there's a chance they got me. I would have been around somewhere around there. It's pretty deep of a stop loss. So whoever went in, and that's what they do. Everyone sees this entry and support. So they all put a stop loss down here. The market maker comes and grabs it, kicks everyone out the trade, and then rips to the upside. It's sad. So that's why if you just trade stochastics, You'll be all right. Look, the low stochastics on this on the seven minute right there got you the entry. This little dip right there, which is kind of crazy. Low stochastics in the 15 minute got you the entry too as well. And if we zoom in, there was a bit of an inverted. However, there's no liquidity on this. I'd be careful even trading this. You, the candles don't even fully close. And that's how you know there's just lack of liquidity. You barely have an order book that can fill the candles. So that sketches me out a little bit, but it did go up 100. 
and 51% out of control, and it's still holding like a 60 or something, 53% gains for Oki. I did post a chart on that, but it was weeks ago. Weeks ago. I also posted a chart on Route weeks ago, right around this area when it was first in here. It would come down a few times. This thing would bump to the upside. So I'm, not all my trades are going to be perfect. Sometimes I might just put a coin on your radar that you may never have heard of. Like, I never heard of Route. I never heard of CLV. I don't know about any of these things. Lifers, show me the way, you know? So we'll educate you on where the hottest, where all the money's flowing in crypto. We'll show you the exchanges that has the best options. We'll show you the, the coins that are coming out. We'll show you how to find the coins. We'll show you how to do the technical analysis and we'll show you how to do proper risk management and then you can fly like a bird, my friend, on your way to freedom. And trading will be a long journey. You're going to learn so much about yourself while you do it. It's going to teach you everything about who you are, what you've done, how greedy you are, how strong you are, and everything in everything in between. So important we stay above the 200-day moving average. So, so important. I'm telling you right now, it's like, it's everything right now. And so we watched, and we got, we got faked out here. See that? We can't seem to get above this resistance area. We're making this slanted M pattern. And M doesn't have to be perfect. That would drop down to right around here. To this support region in this high-volume node here. 20,900. I say we go sideways until the Fed meeting, really. Looks like we're just going to go like this. Bookmap shows you the little... I've never... It's like Bookmap is just dead. A little bit of movement here now. There is more liquidity up here than there is down here, telling us that they likely... They're going to go to 21,800 right now in the next hour. That's what Bookmap's telling you. You see, I mean... You fish where there was more fish. If you put a fish finder out and you saw more fish in one area, you would go and fish in that area. That's what it is. All right. So what do we say here? The replica Scottish flintlock. This thing is awesome. I have it on the desk at all times now reminding me to be cautious, reminding me to be careful, reminding me that there's a market maker always trying to take me out. You know what I'm saying? And to always be diligent no matter what. Always be diligent. We showed this off the other day. It's beautiful, intricate. Beautiful brass. And it is simply just a replica, but I love it. I think it's cool. Bang. The Scotsman. So look, we're heading up. There's your first short squeeze. The next short squeeze has to cover. You're going to start to buy price action. BPM to the upside. Book map is a fish finder. That's awesome. Is that full size or mini size? I sold all my ETH for early access to the Fed meeting notes. Hey, man, good idea. Nah, I'm never going to tell you what to do. I'm from Scotland, and that replica reminds me. The English are coming. It is, right? The English are coming, man. Everyone's just waiting for the certainty of the rate decision. Exactly. They're all waiting, too. Everyone is waiting. Yeah, it's not the 200-day MA on the 400 chart. It's the 200 times 4-hour MA. Just harder to say. Yeah, but you don't... That's pointless to do, bro. You're going to confuse beginners to do stuff like that. It's the yellow line. The 200-day moving average on the daily becomes the... It's actually becomes the 800-day moving average, right? No, 6. Um, to 4-hour. To me, it's the same moving average. It doesn't... 
See, like, I, I actually disagree with what you just said because think about it. The point is this, look. No, I mean, eh, yeah, you know, you're right. It's a different moving average. It's technically, like, closer to the 21 on the daily. You see that? I see what you're saying. But again, it's the yellow line on the on the four hour, the two hundred on the four hour. All I know is I call it the two hundred because it, it it comes from the two hundred, you know. And if you call it something else every five seconds, you're gonna confuse the heck out of beginners. So keep that thing on you. I keep a thing on me. I keep it on my left, forty on my left, swami. I keep the swami on me, baby. Who knows what a swami is? Shout out to everybody here on the live stream. I know my English slang. Toddy, swatty. <laughs> I know the thoughts, swatty. Swami, baby. The swammy. Or they call it the swammy, right? The swammy. <laughs> uh, would you be so kind and do fasty on ETH, man? We already did that, my man. Go back in time, brother. Groundskeeper Willie. Everyone, we have a beginner's course every single Tuesday. Most people don't realize that we have that. It's every Tuesday from 3 to 5. Jump on into the beginner's course. It'll blow your mind. It's right here. It's also the first Saturday of every month, so it's coming up here in August. First Saturday of every month from 9 to 12. And every single Tuesday from 3 to 5, learn the language of the charts. And then you can rock with me throughout the live stream. It'll make so much more sense than it did before. All right? So again, I mean, everyone's waiting on the 7-minute flag at the end of the day. Oh, we got the bush. Daddy-o, daddy-o. And we have Bookmap telling us we're probably going to test 21,008. So we cheated a little bit, right? We got we had data. We had the data that everyone else may or may not have had. We got the data ready to go, baby. Ready to go. So look, all the way up to $21,605 for Bookmap. Showing us that there, and there's that liquidity. There's that liquidity. There's more up here than there is down there. It's starting to kind of get even, but you still got the heat map up here. Still got more heat up there. Where's the heat at? I know what time frame to find to figure out where the confirmation of price action will go. You get rejected by the five or seven minute, you can bleed that back into the one hour, and then you can begin to trade if you see a bigger pattern. So you project the one hour. For instance, you look at the one hour, and you're like, well, what what I mean by this is you look at the one hour, and you're like, all right, here's the top. Are we going to come down, make an M? Like, you start projecting the idea of what the one hour is doing, all right? Once you figure that out and you're in it to win it, just look, there. there's the pattern right there on the one hour. I mean, it's clear as day in a rising wedge. You might make a shoulder ahead. You might be making a right shoulder here. So that's what I'm saying. You start to project the pattern on the one minute, on the, on the, on the uh, one hour. I've seen these dumps to the downside. Rising wedges break down 68% of the time. You're at the top of the wedge. I'm seeing signs of bearishness. I really am. That's why I'm like throwing a Hail Mary here for a candle to close above the zone. We need a candle up here. We got, we need Bitcoin to close somewhere up above the 21,700 area for me to feel comfortable and feel that the bears may have taken back, the bulls may have taken back some momentum. All right. We keep getting rejected by this area, just not happening. 21.5 is not happening right now. Not happening. Total market cap is in the same place. Look, it's that's the shoulder head and the shoulder. It's got to get above the zone. So you can see everything is kind of in this standstill. We don't get above the zone. The Fed does some... What if the Fed goes to one, one basis point? This will complete, and we will dump out of this to the downside. What if Fed goes to 0.5 basis points? 
This will end up making a bear, a bull, a bear, a bull flag, and we'll pump out of this like some hyperbolicness. Now, show me the charts, and I'll show you the news. What do the charts say? The charts are high on the three-day, coming down the daily, pushing up on the weekly, but not a lot of momentum. Oversold on the 12-hour. Oversold on the 22. Oversold on the 8. Oversold on the 4. Uh, so the 6, 8, 12, 22 are all oversold, want to make a bounce. It's a pretty good sign. We could get a bit, a bit of a bounce to the upside. All right? The daily has room to come down, but it could get flipped by the 22 or the bigger, or all those other time frames, like it got flipped here and here too. All right? You could backtest these flips. You could be like, well, why did the daily flip? Let me show you something. Check this out. Hi, my name is Sam Price, professional crypto trader. I'm known as Crypto Lifer on YouTube. I go live every single day. I haven't taken a day off in 550 some odd days. So I'm pretty in tune with what crypto's doing. Um, that's the slight edge. If you want to get good at anything in life, do it every single day more than the other humans. All the other humans are going to take a day off, a moment off. If you don't take a moment off, if you don't take a day off, you'll become better than the rest of them. Kobe Bryant did it. All the big NBA players would wake up at like 5, 6 a.m., do their first workout from 8 to 12, usually take a break, do another workout from 12 to 4, and then kind of rest up for the day. And that was kind of a basic 8-hour workout. Not Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant would wake up at 3.45 in the morning, 3.50. He'd start his first workout quick, fresh. I think no breakfast, just ready to go, 4 a.m. He would work out till about 7, right? Come in, eat, take a little two-hour break. He'd be back at it by like 8 or 9. He'd go till 1, take another break, and he'd go again from 4 to 8. He put in three four-hour workouts or more. That gave him four hours every single day. And when he did four hours more, that was 28 hours more a week, right? And it started to add up in a 52-week period. How many more times did he take a three-pointer? How many times did he make a move? How many more times did he perfect his craft, his skill? So it's all about maximizing your potential. That is called the slight edge. My name is Sam Price. I want to teach you the slight edge. If you come to my stream every single day, I will inspire you to be great. I will inspire you to push. You'll watch me do the slight edge every single day without a day off. You'll watch me wake up every day motivated, every day feeling good, working out, feeling vibrant, dressed nice, presented well, ready to give you an amazing motivational day. And I'm also going to be very, very good at going over the charts. We're going to have fun. We're going to look at it, and we're going to find ups and downs for Bitcoin. And we're going to pull money out of the charts together. We're going to find a way to get educated with technical analysis. If you like that, I live stream every single day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., and Saturday and Sunday nights at 8 p.m., I can't wait to see you on the live stream. I know you're going to be there super chatting, writing in a comment, and being a part of the community. Crypto is life. Next extraction I want to talk about is this. Hi, my name is Sam Price, professional crypto trader. I'm also known as Sam... Hi, my name is Sam Price, professional crypto trader. I'm also known as Crypto Lifer on YouTube. Today, I want to talk about anomalies in the RSI, the SRSI, the stochastic RSI. For instance... This daily usually goes to the dotted line and below the dotted line. To the dotted line, below the dotted line. To the dotted line up, below the dotted line. But here, the daily went twice and did not get below the dotted line. Why was that? I call those SRSI anomalies or stochastic anomalies. What happened? Why was there an anomaly here? Well, we want to go to the 22-hour time frame. And if you can see, the 22-hour time frame was spent and very low. That actually was the time frame that it looks like the market makers were using for the bounces to the upside. You can see each time we were low in the 22-hour. Now look, the daily is not below the dotted line yet, but the 22-hour is, again, quite 
precarious. Are we going to get a bounce to the upside like we did before? There's a chance. Knowing these tiny little secrets, knowing these little nuances, this took me years to figure out. Because first you just know the oscillator. Then you put in a year and you see it. Then you put in two years. By your third or fourth year, you start to see the anomalies. You start to pick apart the anomalies. But it takes years because you, you can't even focus on these tiny little differences if you're not in it all the time. I found these nuances. I found these anomalies. And I can teach you so much about the charts that the average person will miss. Even the average trader that trades three to four or five times a week. Even your average YouTuber. If they're not doing it like I am every single day with a slight edge, then they are missing a point. I will be the Kobe Bryant of cryptocurrency technical analysis. I'm going to push you to the limit. You're never going to find someone with more tough love that wants more out of your life for you. Watch my live stream every day. Join my Discord. Get motivated. Crypto is life. That felt really good, man, because I was talking truth. I was speaking truth to power. I felt it. It was in my heart and soul. It was what I would, you know, it's everything I am. I'm living and breathing exactly what I am every single day of the week. And that was an important little anomaly there. There's a chance we push up huge here based on the 22-hour time frame. I just convinced myself that we may be seeing a massive move in the cryptocurrency market based off this. I mean, 22-hour wants to rip, and it's got a higher low. You know what? Let's trade the 22-hour, everybody. It is what it is. So, look, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to group this stuff so we can look at it clean again. I mean, at the end of the day, you've got a new trend forming. It's just like ETH. Like, can we make this ascending triangle, rising wedge type of thing? And can we make, can we make, can we boom out? 22 hours suggesting we are going to the upside. Boom. Dude, watch me. What if I buy a whole Bitcoin today right before the Fed meeting? How crazy would that be? What if I buy a whole Bitcoin right before the Fed meeting? Just like, just slap it up there. Be like, whatever. I'm going to do it. I got this money waiting for a whole Bitcoin. And I just, today might be the day. Look, we confirmed a bounce off resistance too. Resistance, you confirmed a bounce. I mean, this is very bullish so far. 22 hour ready to move. So yeah, we have minutiae in the smaller time frames and anything could happen. But right now that 22 hour wants to at least get you back to $1 trillion. We're sitting at $969 trillion. There's no resistance here really until we get to right there at $995. So there's really no resistance for a while. Suggest that we can get up. This is the total market cap of all of cryptocurrency, everybody. This is huge. This is huge. Shout out to the 428 likes. Can we get the likes all the way up to the watchers? I would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. So the 22-hour looking quite interesting on the total market cap. Suggests that we may break back to the upside here. Now it could make an M. And we could dump back down. Anything is possible. We'll cross that ridge when we get to it. Right now I'm bullish for a move back to about $1 trillion for the total market cap of all of cryptocurrency. Quite interesting on the 22-hour time frame, right? We may have uncovered something that they're hiding. Take a look at the Dow Jones Industrial. We suggested the Dow would break to the upside in this little flag here yesterday. And the one hour is about to pop. So the Dow looks bullish, which tells me that the basis points won't be that bad. Show me the charts and I'll show you the news. The Dow says it's going to pop. So if the Dow's going to pop, maybe the basis points won't be that bad. I'm going to give you what I believe is happening here. 
with the Fed basis points. All right, check it out. The Fed wants everyone to believe they have everything under control. So they're going to be like, oh, we're going to keep raising rates to lower interest rates. They will never be able to stop the interest rate from going up. I'll tell you that right now. They printed too much money. This was set in stone 20, 30, 50 years ago when they created this fake fiat system. It was made for the the inflation to occur. It was made for... I was taught this 10 years ago by Mike Maloney. He explained it all so clearly. If you don't understand, you got to go to Mike Maloney and watch the hidden secrets of money right away. Someone said Crypto Rover was copying me, so I just wanted to check him out. I could never... I watched him for five seconds. I... I could not watch any of the, most of these YouTubers, I could not watch any of them. They just, you know, they have so much more to learn about just life in general. But you got to watch the Hidden Secrets of Money right here. Um, Fall of the Rome, USA, Hidden Secrets of Money. This is amazing. Um, Episode one through nine. And this is the first episode. You start here with the first Egyptian gold coin. And he takes you through all of money in the the world, you know. Um, And so you really want to understand the the secrets of money. If you're going to get into finance, you should know the history of it, Okay. So anything you get into, anything you want to sell, anything you want to be a part of, you should know the history of it. All right? Super important. This flag is fighting us to the upside. It's still, it's it's attempting to pop to my measured move at 21,600. This would be a nice positional strength if we can get above, if we can break out of the rising wedge to the upside. That way it it negates the fact that this could dump down. And then we get above this resistance here at 21,600. These things would be amazing for Bitcoin. All right? So... I told you that the total market cap looks very bullish on the 22-hour. I showed you how the 22-hour flipped the daily three times, in, two times in a row. It could do it the third time on that on that stochastic anomaly. That's the only place you'll really see these anomalies on the stochastic explained in the way you see it explained and, and give it to you in that manner. Shout out to everybody here. Why is it so hard? We usually, we got to 700 likes yesterday. It was out of control. Do we have a different group of people? You never know. Different, different crew every other day kind of mixing and matching. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Thank you for being here. So we've gone over the dollar. We've gone over Bitcoin and and thoroughly. We've gone over total market cap. We've gone over the Dow Jones, which looks bullish on the one hour right now for the next eight hours. Pretty good. I call that the show. That is basically all the, you know, then we look at Bitcoin dominance. I want to see what Bitcoin dominance is trying to do here, mainly on the four hour and the daily. And it's about to pop on the four hour to the upside. That suggests that Bitcoin is about to move. When Bitcoin dominance is about to go on a tear, it gets ready. It's telling us that it's about to pop. So can dominance hold this bit of a double bottom here that it's doing? Four hour wants to push to the upside. Let's take a look at the one hour time frame as well. One hour also wants to bounce to the upside. A little bit of a cup and handle here for Bitcoin dominance. Savvy cup and handle to the upside. That's the first one. We haven't done a cup and handle yet today. I was going to say it gets old. I guess, you know. But it just, I don't try to do the cup and handle. I just, I show what the charts show. And every day, every, every day we see one or two, at least there's a cup and handle there for Bitcoin dominance, suggesting we will break up to 43.16. Quite interesting. If Bitcoin dominance pumps hard, there's two reasons for that. So let's juxtapose Bitcoin dominance on the one hour time frame with what? With tether dominance. Why are we doing that? Because it's going to give us a pretty good indication of what we're about to see. So let's go to Bitcoin dominance. And this could be, be even predicting the Fed rate hike. I believe everyone knows it's 7.5. It's going to be 7.5. He's going to talk a bunch of nonsense. And we're going to go back to business as usual. I think Bitcoin does a little bit of jerky action up and down. And for the most part, we go sideways. And then we just go back into the TA that we have drawn. You know, it is what it is. So interesting. They're both in a wedge together. Can Bitcoin, And that's, see, you don't want to see Bitcoin dominance pump with Tether dominance pumps. 
Usually that means people are running out of alts into Bitcoin. Bitcoin's dumping. So when these pump together, it's usually not a good sign, you know. Um, so you it, either that or the world markets are so bad, people want to rush into crypto. And people are running into crypto hard and people are also running into Bitcoin. So that could be, you know, no, mainly it's when Bitcoin dumps and Bitcoin dominance goes up when, when, when Bitcoin dumps because people get stopped out of their alt BTC trades. So they just all and other people just start getting stopped out and, you know, and so they're getting they're buying Bitcoin. And so a lot of their money is falling from altcoins into Bitcoin. All right. But they're also getting stopped out into U.S. Tether. So Bitcoin should pump while Tether pumps if you get a massive dump for Bitcoin. So that's actually worrisome to me that the one hour is suggesting a pump. It's funny. It looks just like Bitcoin, too, though. Bitcoin resistance, resistance, resistance. Bitcoin broke out. Bump. Now, maybe the crypto market cap is just growing and more people are getting into crypto. And Tether dominance is becoming popular because people are just buying into Tether. I mean, that's an idea. Let's look at the four hour. But that's a strange anomaly right there. Four hour also both oversold wanting to pump to the upside. It's a little sketch. See, look, we were low here on Bitcoin dominance while we were high here on Tether dominance. Here we're low on Bitcoin dominance while we're low on Tether dominance, but we still got to push up for Bitcoin dominance. What you do is you, you juxtapose the Bitcoin chart here and you do the triple entendre, all right? Falcon Swap taking a beat down. Look at that. So you go and you find the last nice Bitcoin pump, like right here, all right? And you want to see what happened when Bitcoin pumped like that. You open up both these charts. This is how you figure this out. See where Bitcoin, let's look, 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 look at two, let's look at three things. Let's look at this section in time. We're going to look at Bitcoin's last dump right here. All right. Hi, I am professional crypto trader, Sam Price. I actually have to remove myself from the screen here when I do this. Shrink myself down and put myself over here. All right. Hi, I'm professional crypto trader, Sam Price, also known as Crypto Lifer on YouTube. I'm going to give you some key insight right now on how to trade the crypto markets. You're going to want to look at Bitcoin dominance, Tether dominance, and Bitcoin all at the same time. Bear with me. How do you do that? You go up here and you do the triple setting on TradingView, and then you load each of the oscillators into the window. So we're going to look at Bitcoin's last major dump. What we want to do is we want to look at Bitcoin dominance and Tether dominance. We want to see kind of what they were doing, what they were looking like at that time. All right. So again, we're going to mark Bitcoin's dump here, pump here. And we're going to look at Bitcoin dominance at that exact moment in time. So Bitcoin had a massive dump to the downside here, right? And when Bitcoin had a dump, you can see Bitcoin dominance started to grow because as people get stopped out of altcoins, they get put into Bitcoin. All right. So just showing you dominance would pump. Also, what was happening? U.S. Tether dominance was pumping. So Bitcoin dumps when dominance pumps with Tether dominance. All right. Now Bitcoin starts to pump here. What happens? Bitcoin's pumping. What happens? Tether dominance is also pumping because people want to rush into Bitcoin. Interesting. So we hit this. But what happens? I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Bitcoin dominance. 
But what's happening to tether dominance when Bitcoin pumps? It is dropping like a rock to the downside. So it started off with them both being overbought together. But tether dominance dropped way harder. And then throughout the, the, that, that course here, you can see Bitcoin dominance started to pump as tether dominance continued to dump. And they got uncorrelated. So they started somewhat correlated. And then they slowly uncorrelated and Bitcoin would pop. Bitcoin had its dump again here and started to dump. You can see tether dominance would start to pump as Bitcoin was dumping. What would happen to Bitcoin dominance at the same time that tether dominance would be pumping? Bitcoin dominance would be dumping. So you want to see tether dominance pumping, Bitcoin dominance dumping when you're in the short. All right. So Bitcoin pumped again here to the upside. As Bitcoin started to pump, tether dominance is dumping. And look, right? Look, we're right here, which marks us right there on dominance, and dominance would pump to the upside. Then we get the dump for Bitcoin right here, and we got a dump for Bitcoin. We got a pump up here on tether dominance, and we got a dump in Bitcoin dominance. You get, you're starting to see what's going on here? Now here we get a pump for Bitcoin. As Bitcoin starts to pump, we got a massive dump in tether dominance. Tether was super high in the stochastics. Bitcoin was low in the stochastics. Interesting how you can, un, you know, you can basically inversely correlate the stochastics and use them to your advantage, all right? So where are we are now? I mean, Bitcoin's suggesting a pump. So the last few times we got the pump, Bitcoin dominance would start kind of dropping at the beginning, as you can see. So it dropped halfway through the bump, and then at the end, we got the pump. It's interesting. So it can drop slightly, so that it's not the worst-case scenario. But we don't want it to pump, technically. You see what I'm saying? Um starts to drop right here. You can see. Actually, no, that was the drop for Bitcoin. Yeah, you're right. It starts to go sideways. It, even here, though, you can see Bitcoin dominance is, you can see it's dropping to the downside here while Bitcoin's kind of pumping, but there were some little drops in the middle there. Last but not least, we're about to pump, but Tether dominance wants to pump. It's just weird. The last few times we pumped, Tether was super high. You see? Is the crypto market cap about to get an influx of Tether? Are people trying to move into the cryptocurrency? So I'm seeing an anomaly here because we're seeing Bitcoin and Bitcoin dominance want to pump together, but Tether dominance also wants to pump. And that usually happens when we get a dump. All right. So is this suggesting that we're going to get rejected by 21,500 and head lower on this flag? You see? And possibly break down here for a double bottom or a measured move at 20,005, you know. So this is just something interesting to look at. You're like, huh, you know, why is that happening in that manner? Usually it's not. So now, again, we could see an anomaly break or something could change, but I'm just slowly gathering data here over the course of time and using this. And I've used this a few times to call some nice pumps for Bitcoin. And it's played out very nicely. So by juxtaposing these three charts... I get a pretty, pretty good idea of what's headed. Like this falling wedge breaks down, this rising, this falling wedge breaks up, this rising wedge breaks down. You see? Cup and handle for Bitcoin dominance also suggests that you will pump. So what we would like to see is the pump happen, and then we kind of stay down here on the, on the stochastics. Maybe get rejected by an M and dump. Hit the double bottom and pump. So that would be beautiful. And then we're off to the races. All right? So that's the best case scenario in my humble opinion. All right, let's jump into the chat. Shout out to everybody here on the chat. Thank you for jumping on in. 
Appreciate each and every one of you for being here and calling yourself Crypto Lifers. Real people, real miracles, man. This looks like an image from James Webb Space Telescope. Oh, yeah. Love Learning doesn't read books. She shares them down until she gets the information she wants. She stares them down. That's funny. Keep grinding, guys. Shout out to the Parabolic Hunter. Super Chats, Oki. Bearish retest of the 200 MA on the weekly. Pond and Comp. Let's take a look at Comp and Pond. I looked at Oki. I'm kind of done with Oki. No offense. Oh, sorry. I was about to say, I was like, I had charts on Pond. Marlin, baby, Marlin. So we talked about Pond, right? And we put it down here. We made a nice move to the upside for Pond two days ago. Then I saw it in a bit of a flag, and I said, just watch Pond here in a flag. It could, if it stays above the zone, low stochastics. However, you have to remember, you were high on the four hour. So if you want to scalp the 15 minute, just always have to know that you're high on the, on the four hour. What I like to do is just not, once the four hour is high, don't even trade something. Just leave it alone. So that trade didn't play out. You can see it got stopped out, but it's holding this level nicely. All right. And as I said before, if every single trade I posted went, went, went to the upside, I would be a liar. There would be no way that I could hit every single trade I post. So I hope a few trades get stopped out or go to the downside. I hope so, because I'd look pretty weird if every single time I showed you a trade and was like, oh, it's up again, it's up again, it's up again. You'd be like, well, does this guy ever lose a trade? We do hit a lot of trades. We're pretty high prob. We have a high probability, but we're going to lose sometimes. It just is what it is. There's no way. And honestly, that was obvious we were going to lose because the four hour was overbought. So the time frame that you really you were playing you were playing against yourself a little bit there on that move. So we're looking here for this flag to continue. And we want to see this reach and hold because it's a previous resistance area. All right. You're also at a high volume node, and your one hour is about to push to the upside. Again, whatever Bitcoin does will affect the whole market. So the whole market's affected by this. Less gains today. You can see on KuCoin, I was cautioning my whole team to chill. Like, don't overtrade tonight. I saw a lot of traders in my group, like, still just, no, we're going to do it. I'm like, guys, just, and I'm like, you know what? People are going to learn the way they're going to learn. Like, you know, I remember never listening to my mentor. He was like, use alerts. I was like, eh, that's for the birds, dude. Alerts, man, come on, man. Like, I'm not going to sit there all day and use alerts. Like, I thought it was like, you know, I didn't do the things I was told to do. I defied my mentor. So I know there's people that are defying me as their mentor. They're like, hey, I, I, I signed up for them. I pay the 99, but like, I'm going to do me even though, like, like, I'll post a, a huge short, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to long that. And then they'll wake up the next morning, like, maybe that, you know. It doesn't happen to a lot of people. Most people are listening to me. But I did it, so I know if I did it, there's someone else out there doing what I did. That's why when you're true to yourself and you truly don't lie to yourself, it helps out because you can help other people. When you lie to yourself, you don't get the information that yourself is giving, and then we're not all that different. So when you're true to yourself, you help other people better because you can kind of see what someone else is going through because you're like, I went through that. Truth, truth be told, I did that too. And if you did something too, then you have to t tell yourself, well, if I did that too, then someone else is obviously going to do it. I'm not that amazing. I dropped my lemon into the water. I, I don't like doing that. It's a, it's a pet peeve of mine. Dropping the lemon into the I was just re-lemoning up a little bit. You know? I'm getting parched in here. Yo, remember The Indian in the Cupboard? Remember that book? The Indian in the Cupboard? Do you remember that book, dude? Dude, you guys just blew my mind. The Indian in the Cupboard? Dude, I haven't read that in years. That book blew my mind, bro. I, I, I thought about this little mini, this little mini cowboy and the little mini, 
Dude, the Indian in the cupboard. You guys just blew my mind, dude. I never saw the movie. I read the book. I can't believe they tried to make it a movie. Unbelievable. Guys, I haven't thought about that since I was like a little kid. You guys are doing something to my brain right now. Like, I haven't thought about the Indian in the cupboard for so long. Insanity. So, Pawn must hold this level to maintain. We can pull a, a mini fib on this level, too, and see where we're at with it. Hope you're feeling good today. Hope you're feeling great. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Shout out to each and every one of you for being here. Thank you for sharing your most precious asset with me, and that is your time. Stay motivated, everybody. Remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Write down what you're going to do today and get it done. Get it done. Stop procrastinating. Stop telling yourself you're going to do it tomorrow and get it done today. Today is the day, baby. Today is the day. Shout out to each and every one of you for being here. I remember the day when I decided to change my life and everything changed. Look at the views. Two, 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 two on the views. 547 concurrent viewers. 615 people on the live. 487 likes. Can I get the likes all the way up to the watchers? Can I get the likes all the way up to 600, baby? This is not your normal YouTube channel. I'm full of light, full of energy, and I live in love every single day. Love is the strongest frequency that you can use. Everybody, we're going to do it every single day. I love you all. Thank you so much. From the bottom of my heart, from my heart to yours, I appreciate each and every single one of you that shows up on this live. Without your time, there's no viewers. Without no viewers, there's no likes. Without no likes, there's no show. And without no show, there is no crypto lifer. You made me who I am today. You got me where I am today. I showed up, but it is you who showed up every single day. It was you who put in the work. It was you who helped me get here. I would never be here without you. Look at these blue eyes. Thank you so much from the deep, the depth of my pupils. Thank you so, so. Hold up, hold up. From the depths of these pupils. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Words cannot fully express how I feel for each and every one of you that dedicate your life and time to our movement, to our progress, and to the Crypto Lifer Show. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I will never fully be able to be fully gratitude. My gratitude goes to God who made each and every one of us and sent you all into my life. Thank you so much, God, for everything you've done for me. You've made heaven on earth for someone going for a dream. And I'm going to try to do the same for every single person that watches this live. And that's why I don't push the leverage trading links because I don't want someone pulling their hair out, watching chart all day long, ah, freaking out. That's not what's going to get you a beautiful life. That's not what's going to change you to success. That's not, like I said on BitBoy that day when I was on, I said, I want to change the world. I do not think leverage trading will change the world. But I do believe if you DCA into Bitcoin, we could change the world. So I believe changing the world is the main focus of this channel making 10 billion dollars and giving away nine of it that is the goal of this channel we will amass a network a net worth of 10 billion and we will give away nine that is the exact goal of my life and i'll be working for it working towards it until i achieve it if you want to help me hit the like button because we have way bigger things to do than get to 700 viewers and to a million subscribers we have huge things to do on this earth and if you're ready to go on a journey with me, then come on now. Let's do it. So this is bigger than us. All right? It really is. This is bigger than us. All right?
And look, we just keep watching these flags in the seven-minute time frame. And honestly, this is a really good sign. When you flag out and you come low in the Stokes, it's a really good sign that you're going to pump to the upside. This is my trading style. See, one day I got confused and I don't know how to figure it out. You guys are Everyone here is lucky I figured this out. But I started being like, wow, if I flag out and the Stokes reset, I have a high probability of winning the next trade. So I figured that out. I just gave you my spell. I, I almost wish I never said that out loud because it took me 15 years to figure it out. And I just get to give it away right now. Blah. But you know, that's the beauty. God will prov provide me with more knowledge. God will be like, all right, you learned that gem. You didn't keep it to yourself. I'll give you some more. I'll give you some more. And so instead of being afraid that you won't find more, you know that more is coming to you. So the more you give away, the more you're going to get. I do it every day when I give away this stuff. I don't... This is stuff that I took me 10,000, 30,000, 50,000 hours to figure out. Thousands of hours to figure this stuff out. It wasn't just like, oh, one day I drew a flag and figured. It was like, I had to lose hundreds of trades. I had to play games. I had to sit there and, and do mental math. I did a projection one day. I did another one. I played with stochastics. I didn't even use the stochastic before. Then I did projections, stochastics. Then I did alerts. Then it started coming together. Then I said, oh my gosh, I think I got something here. You know what I'm saying? People want to look at comp. Let's take a look at COMP comp here. USDT comp on KuCoin. Right off the bat, I see a shoulder, head, and a shoulder. But again, if Bitcoin pumps, then comp will pump. Look what comp's doing. It's in this beautiful ascending triangle. See it? I see the pattern quicker than most people immediately. That's why people love coming here, and that's why people love the Super Chats. The anomaly of the fast price action. So you're going to have resistance, obviously, at about 50 even. You know, that makes sense. But you're getting tight on a wedge. Seven minute looks good. Let's look at the bigger time frames. One hour don't look good. Four hour don't look good at all. You know what I'm saying? So we might have an anomaly push up where we actually pump from the upside of the stochastics, which I've seen. I've seen it all. MACD is super overbought trying to get across, suggesting that you are making a bit of a bottom. And again, wow, look, we gave you this. Look, we gave you this. Look at comp. I gave you this cup and handle here. And look, at it, it did hit the gain for 37% gains. I put out this trade a long time ago. It's actually still up and retesting the local area low there. It's so funny. So you look at this bigger channel for the four-hour and you're in a falling wedge that needs to push to the upside. However, you're a little, you know, you're extended. But oscillators are oscillators. Support or resistance can override. If the right resistance or support can come into play, an oscillator can get pinned. All right? Book map still sideways, everybody. Just dribbling. 21,440. We're just sideways. Everyone is waiting for this Fed meeting. I'm telling you right now. You're not going to see crazy price action. You're not going to get the volatility till the Fed meeting. Once the Fed meeting is released, price action will kind of go up or down. Then we'll get the boom. We'll get the figure out moment. And then everyone will like, I don't try to trade. The, everyone's like, I try to get an edge in the Fed meeting. I want to see if I could short a long it, depending on which way it's going to go. People were DMing me, asking me what my idea was for the Fed meeting. And I don't mind you DMing me. If, if you're the person that did that, I love you. Don't worry. But it's a very noob statement. Like, you don't force the Fed meeting. Just not a good idea to force stuff like that. I wouldn't do it, all right? I'd be careful on stuff like that. So just don't force the Fed meeting. Comp could go up 32%. I don't like what the four-hour is. I do see hidden bullish divergence. 
The daily's coming down, but oversold. Daily's looking good now for comp, actually, and it's making a higher low. So if you get the daily candle to close above 44, that's going to be a really bullish sign for comp, and highly likely it's going to break up at least to the top of this channel, back to about 77, and then on its way back to 75 resistance for comp. It dug its way out of that hole. So far, so good for comp. Everybody send in a super chat if you want me to do a deep dive, go over coin. You just want to see what my thoughts are or the support and resistance. Just let me know. Next beginner's course is last Saturday of each month. This Saturday, July 30th, 9 a.m. Oh, it's the last Saturday of every month. Okay. I thought it was the first Saturday of every month. Hold on. I, I don't know my own schedule. My wife makes it. It's on the banner, though. You're right. I'm, uh, you're obviously right. No, it's the first Saturday of every month. Yeah, the first Saturday of every month. It says it in the banner here. Oh, maybe it says the last. Hold up. Now I can't even read. You're, you're probably right. I'm usually wrong. The only thing I'm right about is, is technical analysis. Everything else I'm completely wrong with. No, it is the first Saturday of every month. Yeah, it's the first Saturday of every month. So it's coming up in August. It's coming up in August. S&P currently above resistance. We'll take a look at the S&P ES1 too as well. So the S&P did break out as we suggested for the last two hours. However, the resistance is here. It's not above resistance. That's not true. Well, it's above this line, if that's what you're saying. But the resistance is here at 39.85. So it's not above resistance. That's resistance right there. So no, the S&P is not above resistance. Daniel K. Um, that is an incorrect statement, in my humble opinion. Unless you're talking about this falling wedge, then fine. Which I believe you are. So it is a correct statement. But there's resistance right there. So like, I wouldn't say it's above resistance. Impatience is the biggest loss. Yep. From your pupil's eyes to your pupil's students. Shout out to Zachary Dow. Sorry, PBR. If you put a fractal from the last dump we had on the daily, when we, when we were at 29K, it lines up pretty good with what's going on and shows it'll start a bull run in September if history repeats. See, you just said if and when, and yeah, I just, to me, it's just like pointless, you know? Fractals are fun here and there. I like more fractals for price action anomaly or like movements of like when I see a hidden bullish divergence that plays to the upside. That's what I like fractals for. But again, anyone can slap any fractal on any mill, anything and say this is what it's going to do. And I just, it can throw off beginners. So just be careful using fractals until you have like, I didn't start really getting into fractals till 10 years of trading. And I kind of understood how, what I was doing with them and how I was using them. So just be careful. A fractal can throw you off, make you think something that may not be even close to true. So just be careful with your fractals. If you're under 18 here, what's up? If you're under 18 here, what's up? Shout out to anyone here under 18. That's awesome. I want to create strong young men and women that want to push themselves to the limit, that want to become financially free and get themselves to the next level of life. I'm telling you right now, there's nothing better than being your own boss. It's going to be the hardest thing you ever did. But once you get there, you're going to make it happen, Captain. And it's going to be awesome. So don't listen to somebody else. Don't become someone else's pawn in life. All right. Probably asked already, but should I sell or hold my crypto going into the Fed announcement? Don't ever ask us what to do. We will never tell you what to do, what the seller hold. Never, ever, ever. 
I, I teach the exact opposite. I teach the opposite of, because I don't want to teach people that are yes men. A yes man just ask someone something and then, or when someone asks them, yes man, or just ask other people what to do when people tell them. It's not a good look. You don't want to become someone like that. All right. You want to make decisions on your own. You want to become independent. All right. And that's what I'm, I'm aimed to teach you how to become mentally independent, how to become strong internally. All right. I can't wait to work for myself. It's hard to work for someone. It's hard to work for yourself. Pick your heart. Dude, it's hard to work for someone. It's hard to work for yourself. But at the end of the day, it's nice when you're done with the day and you're like, you know what, I'm done. And you don't have to ask your boss, like, can I leave now? Can I leave? The, can, I, can I leave? You know how many times I told my boss, yo, I did everything. Can I go? Like, I'm finished. Like, is, yeah, I don't really need to be here anymore. And I still had to ask. Or there was days where, like, I had a job where I was out. I, I got to leave at 6. And, like, 5.30, I'd be, like, packing my stuff. And I'd be watching. And I'd be getting all my loose ends in. And I would just be like. And, like, I'd be leaving at, like. 555 like 545 like I would just man I I can still remember running out of work man I get the heebie-jeebies when I think of having a job oh my god scariest feeling in the world working for somebody else oh my god dude I did it for from 21 years old to when I was 37 I did it for 16 years what was wrong with me it took me so long to get my head out of my and get myself going I run out every day yeah I know see I've done both True freedom came when I became the boss. Shout out to David Kettle, my man. I got you, brother. East Jordan. Same here, dude. David K. Daniel K. All day long, LOL. Shout out to Tom Tom Crypto. Rolling on the floor laughing. Shout out to everybody here. Hey, we didn't get to the 700 today. For whatever reason, we had lower viewership today. Might have been the Fed meeting, other people streaming. You never know. Despite us hitting the reversal for Bitcoin perfectly yesterday, you think... If I saw that, I'd be like, you know, I want to kind of watch that guy's channel. How the heck did he do that? Let's take a look at Bitcoin here again on Binance on the 7-minute, which continues to be our go-to right now. And it's resetting. I'm calling a pump right now for Bitcoin to about 21677 It looks highly likely. Bookmap is supporting me with a little more liquidity on the heat map, too, at 21800 So I'm calling a move for Bitcoin to 21008 because it made a flag. And it's about to push back up on the Stokes in the seven minute. So I'm calling a move for Bitcoin in the seven minute time frame out of the flag to the upside. I've not worked for someone since I was 25 years old. So thankful. Crypto Cash, man, you're so lucky, man. I wish I had got those 15 years back. I would do anything. But you know what? I'm here now. It is what it is. Wants versus needs. You don't want or need anything. You got to just do. Shout out to the Blue Crew. Shout out to Gina Bombina, East Jordan, Zero Allegiance, Calder Roster, Crypto Cash, East Jordan, and everybody here on the live. We'll be back for the Fed live stream later on at 2.30 today. I just want to make that very, very clear. We'll be back tomorrow for the, tomorrow, we'll be back today at 2.30 for the Fed live stream. That will probably go from 2.30 to 3.30. So get ready. You're going to get an extra lifer live stream, baby, coming at you live. I actually already have it posted. Should be there. We go to, yeah, right there, live coverage of the Fed meeting. If we go to home here, live coverage of the Fed meeting, hit the notify me button so you can get the notification turned on. Make sure you hit the notify me right there. A lot of people say they didn't get the notifications because you didn't hit the notify me right there. All right. So Fed meeting, live coverage, crypto commentary, episode 552. We're going to be doing it. We're going to bring it to you live. Jerome Powell, Fed meeting, live coverage, upcoming, baby, ready to go. So. This Bybit Show video was awesome. Check it out. We broke it down. I like it. I feel feel good about that video. 
Shout out to the $33 in chat revenue. Thank you so much for coming on into the live stream and being here with the Crypto Lifer. I greatly appreciate it. So we're watching paint dry today. This is what it is. We're not going to go look at tons of coins. We're not going to look at... We're watching paint dry, baby. And that is what it is. And you knew that. You knew that. We still made some gains. Matic 3L, we still made some gains. Shout out to Restream. Right now we're streaming on Twitter. We're streaming on Twitch. We're streaming on Facebook. And we're streaming on YouTube. We're on three, four different platforms. Shout out to my Twitchians. Shout out to the people on Facebook. And shout out to the Twitter people watching me on Twitter. I love you all, no matter where you are in the world. I appreciate you. Shout out to my Twitch people. Hit that like button. Let's get more people to watch me on Twitch, man. If we can, I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. And there I am live on Twitter. Notifications too. Shout out to Miss Teen Crypto. We're going to get it together. We're going to have a live stream together. I can't wait to get it on, get it in with Miss Cream Tri- Teen Crypto. She is awesome, positive, well-spoken, well-articulated, and such a blast to have and to be around Love you, girl. So happy to see you. Randy, I remember your name, see? Shout out to Randy. I love you, Randy. Hope you're having a great day. And follow her. She's blowing up 54,000 followers. And check out her YouTube channel. Let's get her YouTube channel blasted up to 50,000. Let's match that up. Shout out to everybody here. She just interviewed, you know, uh, and she got Garrick Soloway coming up, right? I think that is right there. Yeah, she's got Gareth coming on. She's got everybody, bro. You know what I'm saying? She she, she recently had... Crypto, uh, she had, look, she got Tom Crown and Crypto Wendy O doing her thing, man. You got to love it. You got to love it. She's grinding, baby. She's grinding. Shout out to Miss Teen Crypto. We love you. And, you know, um, just keep doing it every single day, and you will get exactly where you want. Let me subscribe. I haven't subscribed. How dare I? Let me hit the notification bell so I can find out when she posts her next videos. Damn. Make sure I'm following her on Twitter. And that might be her messaging me right there. We're going to get it in. She did an interview with, with, with Richard Hart, too. She's going around. She's making the rounds. Miss Team Crypto. And we've been live together on Around the Blockchain a couple times already. So we've shared the space. It's fun. I love doing that. It's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I am calling a pump for Bitcoin to 21650 Not huge, not big, but I'm calling a seven-minute pump out of the flag. It's highly likely because we, we, we kept above... 21,450 while the Stokes reset. And I've back tested that for like thousands of hours and it's basically my special sauce and it usually gives us a, a moment in time. Um, maybe I'll do it the last Saturday and the first Saturday of every month. You know what? I'm going to do the first Saturday of every month though. Last Saturday of every month. 9 a.m. to 12. First Saturday of every month. That's funny. One of them was a typo. One of them was a typo. You know, it's the first Saturday of every month because I haven't done it in a month. It was the last Saturday. I would have remembered it, right? I mean, I don't, I don't know. My wife will tell me when I have to do it, but it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it the last Saturday of every month just so I can do one soon, right? Actually, that would be this weekend. That would be Saturday. So that means I do class on Saturday. Oh, man. To get people in the class, I got to know when the class is. For Christ. Oh, my gosh. Last Saturday of every month, everyone. So we will teach class this Saturday. All right? Maybe it's the first. See, I... Uh, maybe I do both. Who knows? I'm calling a pump here, and Bitcoin's beginning to pump as I make the call. Calling a pump here. Clear as day. And we're getting above the resistance now. Beautiful. 21,660 is my measured move. Let's go, baby. Let's break through 21.5. 
Bookmap has my back with 21.8 as that measured move here too. More liquidity up here than down here. We're over trunching them. We want to sell more than we want to buy. So we want to get up to 21,008. We're calling that move right now. And there it is. Very accurate with these moves because I backtested them for thousands of hours. So when I say something, I have thousands of hours behind it. I'm not just saying something by saying it. I'm like, no, nah, this is highly likely. I've put in like scientific hours and hours of scientific studying around it. Should play out in my favor. You know what? A YouTuber should do that before they open their mouth. There should be a lot of time that goes into it before you just decide to tell someone something, you know? Even if it's not financial advice, I mean, you're still opening your mouth. I like to give you proper data. I like to give you proper statistical analysis, you know? I've already paid for the 99 Lifer. What subjects do you cover in the beginner's course? I, I, I basically go over how to read candles, you know, basically what a candle is. A lot of these people don't even know what a candle and a wick is, man. Then I go over the MACD, the RSI, the stochastics. I give you my special sauce. I give you my nine-point checklist. Dude, you just, if you haven't taken it, you need to take it. You need to learn how I'm doing what I'm doing. Live stream, I'm here, but I want to join the beginner's course. Then jump on in. Just, just there's a link in the, in the description of the videos. And you can use that link and jump on in. It was last Saturday forever. Thumbnail just changed. It was last Saturday forever. The thumbnail just changed. Sent an email, DM. Uh, both of you need to know if you change the thumbnail or is it a mistake? No, then it's the last Saturday of every month. You got it right. And that's what it is. You know more than me. Trust me. Yeah. I love teaching that class. Yeah, and everyone, I just told my whole team to stop trading until the, until the, until the, and they just refuse to keep, they just want to keep going. Look at this bomb banged on them. Some market maker just sold you down. They did this recently to bond, you know, and that's where you would buy. See, you got to buy, and any, wow, that's a nasty dump for bond. It broke the parabola to the downside. Always have a stop loss, everybody, near the, the base of the, of the, of the, see, this is what I do. Whenever I get into a trade like this, right? You keep a stop loss. And that's also a descending triangle in a way. You got a flat bottom and a top. That's a descending triangle. Descending triangles break down more than they break to the upside. That's a bearish pattern. You see that? And at the time, it may have been, you know, four or five hours ago, you couldn't tell whether it was going to be completely bearish or not. It could be up. It could have, it could have turned into a falling wedge. See, look. That's why I might post a trade here, but you must be able to keep continuing with it. Once that went out, that became a definitely a descending triangle in my humble opinion look at that descending triangles go straight down just like that that's what they do just funny you know craziness also how else would you figure this out well the daily was overbought right yeah extremely and if you're trading against the daily then you're fighting yourself i say this all the time i do post charts sometimes because i've seen the 50 minute scalp play out even though the daily's high but you'll see and that's why you'll see in my trading group like you'll see even in the elite group or in my group We'll put out a chart, right? Then we'll put a red X and we'll say daily stochastic is high. You know? So like, 
yes, we may get a move here, but the daily is hot. Like here, he didn't do it here because it wasn't truth. I try to find one. So we'll be like, this trade looks great, you know? And honestly, if the daily's high, usually we try not to put, like, like weekend trading reduces probability of the, you know, just certain things about the trade that you may want to watch. Look, weekend trading reduces the, you know? I like how he does that. These are amazing setups, dude. Look at he just posted, too. Kadena still, yeah, Kadena still looks pretty nice, too. He has FRR here today at 4 in the morning. Let's take a look at FRR. Front row. Hit auto if you want to kind of see the screen a little bit. So just look, he's looking at this falling wedge here. And you see, it's kind of a cup and handle-esque. It's very oversold, getting ready for a move. I see what he's saying here. FRR, look at that. You even have hidden bullish divergence in there. I mean, he broke it down. This is what the elite charters do in my trading room. Falling wedge. Four-hour SR is in the middle, but it's showing weak downward momentum, which leads to believe that the one-hour can flip the four-hour. The one-hour is low. Golden pocket fib retracement. All right? So look, if you took a fib here from this low to this low, you're in the golden pocket, which he called out beautifully. Okay? MACD showing lack of bearish momentum, volume falling with price, indicating the sellers are getting less. An RSI bullish divergence and a bullish pattern. See? A little bit of bullish divergence. This is hidden bullish, too. If you want to adjust that, Rainier, that technically is hidden bullish, too, right there. Just to add, you know, hidden bullish right there suggests that you will bump to the upside. This is interesting. Hey, I wouldn't shift anything he said. He's 100% on point. I mean, he's my elite charters. I basically trained them and tutored them and, and ingrained all my special sauce, and they picked up what I'm putting down. And so not only do you get me if you join the trading group, you get access to the elite traders, too, which is like... Kind of like, I don't know, they're, they're exceptional people that work very, very hard. All right. All right, so it's sideways for the day. Everyone came here for my Bitcoin prediction. They're like, well, it's just kind of sideways, I guess. And that is what it is. We got through the move, though. We got the move to 21.5. Calling that pump to 680. It's starting, as suggested. But the uh, side went up high. Eh, you got bear, eh, slight bearish divvy. I just want candles to close above this resistance. 21.6, 21.5. We called that pump, though, pretty nicely. 21.5 is holding. I'll be back at 2.30, everyone, for the Fed meeting. Stay tight. Stay good. And, um, you know, don't do anything I wouldn't do. All right? Let me jump into that chat, see what's going on with the chat. Thank you for the $34 in chat revenue. Much respect to you and yours. Thank you. It was last Saturday forever. All right, so we'll do the last Saturday of every month. Sorry. DXY on the way up. SB hitting macro daily resistance. Peace, lifer. FRR looks pretty nice, though. Front row. See, S&P did break up, as we suggested. See that flip? But again, it's at resistance. It can't get above that resistance at 30987 
And that's going to be a problem for Bitcoin and for the rest of the market. So the S&P gets rejected. It dumps down. You see? We could try to put us, you know, we could aim to be in this flag, but that's, that's it, you know. Interesting. We need a short squeeze. We need, we, need a, we need a bunch of short squeezes. We need them to create panic on the Fed meeting. Everyone to jump into the short. And then they need to know that the Fed meeting was nil. And then we just short squeeze our ways right to the tit-op, right? We're just flat. We're going to be flat to that Fed meeting, I'm telling you right now. I've seen this before. We've done this before. We've we've seen we've played this scenario already. It is what it is, you know. Look, I mean, S&P here. Resistance. We need the short squeeze above the zone. What has to happen? Book map dwindling sideways. So, I can't force gains if the gains aren't there. We still made gains last night. I want to make that very clear. But you don't force gains, all right? Take a deep breath. I just wait and do nothing. It's pretty easy. So I said, I wait and do nothing. After everyone does a bunch of emotional moves, I will come in and clean up. It's simple to me, right? It's simple to me. Like, but I've been doing this a long time, so my mindset is, is directed in the right energies. It is simply to me, most people are more emotional, right? They're going to be more emotional. They're going to be more affected by, oh, I have to, I gotta. They're going to be more emotional hands down right and so they will act erratic we need to watch them and wait it out simple as that if you start trading you're one of the emotional people I just sold 23,000 in how many yesterday while I wasn't trading I just sold 23,000 in work at my company yesterday.
I like what this guy says. Even when you're your own boss, you still have a boss. And that's much less forgiving. And you're a slave to him. And that person is you. You're the boss. Yeah. I am the most brutal critic of myself to be the best I can be at what I do. Owning my own hardwood floor business is the most draining, rewarding move I've made in the life. At least you're following your dreams and making your dreams work instead of somebody else's. You get all your own energy back. That's why I like doing my own thing. You get all your own energy back. You see? Whatever you put in, you get back. Look at the pump that I call here on Bitcoin. Beautifully. Like, come on now. Again, that looks like it's going to get resi- That's going to be the end. That's going to be our little resistance point. We are breaking through resistance. And Bookmap comes through again, showing us where it's likely going to go. Everybody, thank you so much for being here. Please comment, like, and subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications. You can find out when I post my next video, which is at 2.30. I'll see you live for the Fed meeting. I'll be back. Crypto is life.